Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Lucky's Peach Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel, the Lucky's Peach, or the Lucky Peach. Shit, I'm already fucking up. See, this is what happens when I bulk record and then I get like a week off. I forget how, I think it's been two weeks actually, nearly. I don't know, but I recorded most of this month ahead of time. And it fucked with my head. It actually confused me more than it helped me. I mean, it helped me in some ways, but it actually ended up confusing me because I kept getting... I have it all written down, but I still kept forgetting when things were coming out. Anyways, anyways, that doesn't matter. That being said, uh, the day that this comes out actually is is, uh, the white people's favorite day. Uh, September 21st. So. Because <laughs> white people love that fucking song. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie. There was a day. Like my. My. Uh, my. Uh, like I think sophomore year. Of college. That I listened to it on repeat all day. Just you know. Because that's. You know. Yeah. Uh. Anyways, anyways, uh, it's the 21st of September, but, um, yeah, so we're back for another review. If you're new here, uh, the monthly review is just where I review something that released the previous month. So, uh, today I'm going to be reviewing Annette that released last month, but... Uh, as always, I refuse to do reviews and uh, commentaries alone. So guess what? We can't get rid of him. Rose back. He's back. He's back. By popular demand. He's back. He's back. You love him so. You love him so much. You love him so much. You love him so much. It's Raul. Someone get this man a Tony. <laughs> you can't get rid of me. I'm like herpes. I refuse to leave. Yep. Herpes, Anyways. the clap, whatever you want to call it, you know. I'm like that. I don't leave. I stay with you forever. I think the clap is chlamydia. Ah, it doesn't matter. You know, I'm like an STD. Anyways, how are you? Uh... Every day I wake up and exist, and that is a pain of itself. But today, I am one day away from getting paid. My back hurts. I'm probably going to play some Valorant later with the boys. Yeah, I think I think today's going to be fine. Uh, but yeah, I have a Parmesan cheese. Uh, I don't know. Just today is going to be Today was some... Like I, I got up. I actually dressed cool for once. Yeah. I had a fit, and I went to the art museum because, um, for those who don't know, I'm a dumbass, and I made art history my minor, um, which involves more writing than anything. I hate it, um, but it's I'm too far in. I'm too I'm too far in to change it, and I also don't feel like having to deal with changing it. So, yeah, I had to go to the art museum to look at a specific room of the types of paintings that my class is about. 
and I'm there and I like go through the first two buildings and then I get to the building where those paintings would be and I find out that those rooms that that hallway or that those specific paintings are in are closed because they took them out and they put a bunch of Monet in there for uh, one of those temporary exhibits so yeah I mean I got in for free so you didn't have to pay shit no I mean I had to pay for parking but uh, hey yeah, parking is still watch- cheaper than a ticket but hey, you went there, you found out they're playing in the mood for love, and I got you a ticket for next week. So, you know. There yeah, it's a home the the schedule. The schedule. The schedule. Yeah. Oof. God, I might just rewatch in the mood for love. God, yeah, totally it's a home their, their schedule for September. Yeah. Maggie Chung and Tony Long. Man. It was it's a fun time. Yeah. The buys of the pans love that movie for sure. The only one they're showing in 35 aside from Tenet is The Man Who Fell to Earth. But I, I'll be honest, I'm not a fan of David Bowie as an actor. <laughs> well, you don't like him as uh, Pilates or what's his name in The Last Temptation? I can't remember. Pilates. Oh my God. No, not Pilates. Pilates. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he is in that movie. Yeah, I can't remember his name. Pontius Cladius or something? like Pontius? Pontius, I think so. That's a Roman. Yeah, because yeah. he, he's Roman, right? Yeah, he's the one who puts the ones who sends Jesus to get crucified. Yeah, yeah, it's Pontius. 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 Not Pilates. Everybody Pilates. who's listening, it's not Pilates. That scene in the in the the first episode of Queen's Gambit when she sneaks out of the movie to go steal pill st- steal pills. Um, there's like a movie playing, and I looked it up. I was like, "What movie is playing in the background of Queen's Gambit?" And it was some old movie about the Romans deciding whether or not to kill Jesus. I was like, "Cool. Why do we need? Why, why is that in the Queen's need- Gambit?" <laughs> Because <laughs> well, she was in a in like a religious orphanage. Damn, let me let me find out what movie that is. It's called The Robe. The Robe. Yeah, I think it has Richard Burton in it. Because of course it does. Yeah, you're, you're... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. The Robe, nineteen fifty three. Damn. Speaking of Richard Burton, the. The whole, uh, the celebrity couple scandals that have happened recently, it just remind me of Elizabeth Taylor and Richard Burton. I'm like, you know what? This shit used to be normal in old Hollywood. Why are y'all surprised that people cheat? Yeah. Man, we still cheat these days. (laughs) Yeah. Anyways. But yeah, so. I almost forgot, but I did start taking notes. During movies. Uh, by the way, um, fuck, I don't know if you're a you're you're a fan, but uh, what's it called? Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen his work, but uh, because this is the first time I get to be on a podcast since like the news popped up. But uh, rest in peace to uh Jean Jean Paul Belmont Belmont Belmont. Uh, he was what's it called a big actor during the uh, new wave, French new wave, and uh. 
he was in a quite a lot of films with um, with what's his name uh, Jean-Luc Godard. So uh, he, he died uh, this week. Yeah, yeah. Man's was man's left man, and uh, all all of you fucking what's it called the uh, what's it called film bros are suffering with us because all we're left with is Marion Cotillard. <laughs> He plays an asshole in Breathless, but you know, still, you know, a great actor. <laughs> that was the first French actor that came to my mind. I was like, where, where's Yeah. Um, that being said, I don't know how to pronounce the director's name. Of Leos Cara? Cara? Is it Leos or Leos? Donna. But, uh, anyways, yeah. So French Tata. audience, tell us. Tell us. Maybe a Francophile, but I don't give a shit to learn your language. Um, that reminds me, I had a moment earlier today that I will tell you the story afterwards. I hope it's not as bad as my moment trying to pronounce that new PTA, uh, title as licorice pizza when it's licorice pizza. Okay. I wanted wanted to pronounce it in Italian. Oh. Oh pizza. La Cucci pizza. <laughs> Anyways, no, it's not as bad as that. It was one of those moments where I became very aware of uh, myself. Anyways. Not sponsored by G Fuel. Anyways, not sponsored, talking, but pretty fucking good. We're talking about Annette, directed by Leos Cox. Um, I didn't know this movie. Well, I didn't know my, what this movie was. Like, I remember when I did August's Streaming Wars, where the fact that I remember anything from that is a miracle. Because uh, I usually forget what happens in episodes as soon as I stop recording. But... Uh, I remembered like reading it off and I was like, what is that? Um, and then you, I was like, I don't know what the review is September. There's no good movies coming out. And I was like very, very close to making the, the movie reminiscence. <laughs> and then you said in that and I was like, okay. And then I looked it up and I was like, oh, it's that movie that Adam Driver made headlines about when they told him, when he talking about a specific uh, scene. Um, Performing cunnilingus. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And then I watched it. And now we're going to review it. So thank you for reminding me of this movie because otherwise we'd be talking about a really bad Inception ripoff movie. Oh, I wouldn't be here for that one. I'll tell you that. <laughs> You'll be doing that one alone. <laughs> I remember I was like texting Gio. I was like, I don't know what to do. I think I'm going to do that. And he's like, oh no. <laughs> yeah, I'm good, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to be here for reminiscence. Oh, anyways. Um, yeah, so about it. So, um, yeah, so obviously released this year 
it premiere. Oh, okay. Wait, let me, let me, this is what happened when I get time off from recording. I don't know how to do it anymore. Uh, <laughs> have I ever known how to do this? No. Uh, anyways, uh, so yeah, the movie follows a stand-up comedian and this opera singer wife and how their lives are changed when they have their first child. Um, so the cast is Adam Driver as Henry McHenry, <laughs> uh, Marion Cotillard as Anne Defra Defrenu Defrenu Defrenu. We already established. I don't. I don't know. I don't understand French. Um, uh, Simon Helberg as the accompanist, which. Listen, he may, he, even though, he, although he has Big Bang Theory in his works, he's a great actor, and I think he's, he's, he's a great actor. Uh, and then some other people are in this as well, of course. Um, so yeah, it's a musical, obviously. Um... Uh, this is uh, Carax's first English language film. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it premiered at Cannes uh, in July and then had its French premiere like the day after it premiered at Cannes. And then um, it was distributed by Amazon Prime Video, released in August. So. That's where you can watch it. Um, and because of that, it's pretty much available worldwide. Uh, because Jeff Bezos has his hands everywhere. In everyone's pants. Uh, <laughs> um, the, okay, so the budget is $15.5 million. Box office is only two point eight, but given that it was released on a streaming service and it didn't have a theatrical release. Makes sense, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what the, I don't know what the rate is for streaming services. I don't know if they actually make any money off of, I mean, they do have to, but like, they usually, I don't know. They usually just like release them if like the movie does really, really well. And then they'll be like, look how my movie, our movie did, you know? Let's go. Yeah. That's like HBO Max be like, this was our most performed stream, perform best performed movie. I'm like, well, you didn't tell us about the other ones. How about those? How did those do? Yeah, I think I think this money because it only had a French release theatrically. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's what that is. Just converting to American. Um. Yeah, because usually Wikipedia usually only shows like American dollars or like they only show dollars. They don't show like depending on the country, they only show dollars. Mm -hmm. They don't usually show euros or pounds or whatever the fuck Frenchies, Fran Frenchies, Frenchies, French people use. <laughs> I believe they're still in the union, so it would be euros. These euros. They don't use francs. Frenchies, <laughs> like the like the mustard. Frenchies yeah, mustard. Frenchies, mustard's nasty. 
Uh, um, yeah, should I read the plot? Uh, read the whole last thing, or you just want to read the synopsis? Uh, I usually, I don't even, I haven't, I don't remember. <laughs> it's been a whole month since we recorded one of these. Here, I got you. Asshole dude marries a girl who doesn't know that he's an asshole. She is better at in her career field than he is in his, and his his, his career is declining. They have a child. Child ends up being a what's it called a mysterious baby that can what's it called uh in, what's it called adapt the powers or like the musical what's it called a voice of the mom. Mom dies. Baby becomes more hyper aware, and um, dad. The uh, dad, who's played by Adam Driver, does what capitalism does best and tries to exploit exploit it and tries to make money off of it to compensate for the fact that he has no more career left. And later, shit happens. Yeah. A plus. A plus. What's it called? Plot right here. I did it. I'm going to be honest. I, I, I wasn't feeling the movie. At first, yeah, like in the first 30 minutes, like, I don't know how to read off my notes without reading them off. Um, but the first thing I have is why is Adam Driver's character the evil love child of Bo Burnham and Mark Rebier? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then going off of how he's evil, he's the evil love child of them. So, like, one of the opening scenes is he's, you know, his character is a comedian, so he he's like a musical comedian, hence Bo Burnham and Mark Rebier. Also, he performs in a robe and underwear, hence Mark Rebier. And in the performance, he makes a joke about a shooting, and I was like, that is so, like, I listen, I know American humor is fucked up, but that was so out of pocket. I know Americans are so desensitized to everything that we can joke about it, but seeing it in a movie, it was just so out of pocket. Makes a whole bit about killing his wife. <laughs> oh, I guess because his, his, his weird when comedians do it. Because they're more, they're more aware of it. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, what do you... Oh, oh, I'm reading. Give your thoughts because I'm reading this back and I'm being reminded of things I forgot happened in this movie. All right. Um, I thought that the movie was okay. Um, Same. I thought that the movie was beautifully shot, first of all. Beautifully shot with some of the best lighting setups I've seen in a really long time. I, I like the whole scene with... Um, with uh, driver and the baby just washed up on shore, uh, beautiful lighting. Uh, I mean, I, I love that. And uh, the lighting thought, is sexy in some scenes. Yeah. And I thought that the performances were good too. I obviously loved uh, what's his name, um, homie from Simon Big Bang. Helberg? Yeah, Simon Helberg. Simon Helberg is easily the best performance in this movie. Um, Next to Cotillard and possibly Driver after, but um, I I loved Helberg in this movie, wonderful. But this movie severely, severely 
um, lacks a well uh, uh, a good pace to its story. I found the music from the Sparks to be very uninteresting in a movie in a movie that should have music that's interesting. If you're gonna make a musical, your music should be interesting and carry the story. I found it to be just fine, and I didn't really find it to be anything, you know, different or anything good from what I've from other things I've listened to. And uh, I I just uh, I I really respect the ambition that Carax does here because I think that's that's a big thing about this movie is that it has a lot of ambition. It's very different, but at the same time, it's kind of what holds it back because I think that it focuses too much on that ambition and that stylism that it forgets that like the story is kind of falling apart, like going into the second act and then the third act is just so uh, clunky and messy i just thought the film was fine i thought it was okay i didn't think it was bad i didn't think it was good it was just okay yeah i i thought the editing was weird as fuck mm-hmm. and like i was i was slightly disappointed by the by the previously mentioned singing conolingus scene because it was less him singing while he was doing it and more yeah. just he lifted his head up for a minute to sing. I thought we were going to go full like, like I thought Gaspar we were going to get full like in Gaspar, deep. Gaspar Noé fucking what's it called? Camera lens inside the pussy and then he's you just see the Inside the coochie he's singing while he's while he's it, And with the night he's like we love each other so much. <laughs> like, come on, I can't believe I'm, I'm <laughs> I was disappointed, and then, and then, like, not even five minutes later, he's like, he's like, licking her feet, and I was like, this man worshipped this woman until the day that Mm -hmm. he decided to kill her. Legit. Well, until she, he realized she was more successful, because jealousy will consume you. Fun yeah. facts, and if you're if you are a lucky piece of shit like the Spears family, you'll actually get to steal steal your kids' money because of your jealousy. Ha 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 ha! Why do you why do I feel like Karax kind of put that in there in a way though? Like just like you know Henry's trying to steal money from this. From his child, yeah, and uh, I mean it happens all the time. Like, with like especially kid child actors, like it's a lot of yeah. parents just trying to make money off of them, exploiting their own kids. Yeah, like the best example I can think of it is Drew Barrymore, but like part of that because she comes from an acting family, um, with like you know, like a family that's been in acting since film has began but like her her mom like pretty much forced her into it and like she was addicted to coke by the time she was like 12 mm-hmm. like so i mean it's it's i think it's good to like comment on child exploitation in the entertainment industry speaking of that can we talk about how during the hyperbole they flew her in on drones <laughs> That scene, 
has the only bit of music that I was like, shit's badass. Yeah, even the football players were into it. Yeah, like that's that scene was the only scene where I thought the music was really good. But yo, they brought that kid in with uh with what's it called? Oh, drones. drones. And then whatever that thing platform that that the kid was on that was like glowing up once the energy was coming and then the kid didn't sing so he just kept going down. I was like, "What is going on?" And like, I love how the announcers like, "Remember, baby Annette is just a child." We need to wait a little bit, ladies and gentlemen. Baby Annette, and she's like, "My dad killed my mom." It's like, "Daddy killed people." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> oh yeah, because he also kills the 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 accompanist Simon Hobart because Simon he finds out he finds out that um, Anne and him uh, hooked up a bit before him and Ann started dating and so um it's implied that the accompanist is Annette's real father yep so yeah hey you ain't gonna steal my kid what's it called what are my my notes well my notes said um it's like you know the the handshaking tweets yeah it's like baby Annette and polka dot man having fucked up exploitative parents yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, this whole thing. And like, I read up on why Leos uh, decided to like use like a puppet for this because, like, that kid, sorry, I guess, first shot bubble. What's it called? That's not a kid, that's a puppet. I mean, it makes um, sense because if you're making a movie that comments on child exploitation, it would be kind of, yeah, it's usually it, kind of. It, it would be kind of uh, well, the, the hypocritical to actually use a real kid. Yeah. Yeah. It's easy to manipulate a puppet. You literally do what you want to with a puppet. So, yeah. Yeah. Because, like, at first I saw a bunch of people, like, complain about it. And I was like, uh, I don't know. Let me let me find out if he's trying to do something with it. Because they were like, oh, y'all judge uh, Clint Eastwood for what's it called? The, 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 the toy baby in American Sniper. But... You guys are okay with the uh, puppet baby in the net, and I'm like, hold on. Well, when you called? look at what the movies about, wow. <laughs> and then I read that Leos was like, yeah, it's to, you know, be the fact that it's just easier to manipulate a child. Like it's easy to manipulate a puppet. Like you can manipulate the people in 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 uh, Henry's life. Like he was manipulating. Yeah. So I was like, I was, okay. This is what happens when I go in movies go into movies blind. I didn't know it was going to be a puppet. <laughs> and I was like, what is this? What is this Twilight Breaking Dawn shit? <laughs> what is this Chuck At first, it, it, pre- it tripped me out. I'm not even going to lie. It, it tripped me out. Me up. And then the shot where he's like dreaming and she comes out as looking like a clown. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, my God. It was, it was, uh, I don't. Uh, Daddy kill people. <laughs> oh my God. I don't know. I already forgot what I was going to say. Oh, I think moments that weren't meant to be funny were funny, but for whatever reason that made me like the movie more. Um. Yeah. Um. 
Yeah, also, the only joke I found funny during the stand-up scenes was when he goes, somebody broke into my house and stole all my jokes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yep, yep. I just, I love the crowds in his stand-up. Like, they laugh like, come on, Henry, do it again, please, Henry. Like, that's not funny, Henry. Come on. Now, I'd like, it, I, of course, it could be how, like, be saying how, like, you know, some crowds are pretty, like, either they absolutely adore the comedian and they will fight yeah. to hell for the comedian, or they just hate this guy and they will heckle the shit out of him. Yeah. It makes me, it makes me wonder if either of the two comedians who the character very clearly reminds people of have seen the movie and have any <laughs> thoughts of it. Come on, Bo. <sighs> Do it again, Bo. Come on, Mark. <sighs> um, like, before he started singing on stage, I thought of Mark Revy because I was like, he's wearing only underwear and a robe and he's in loafers. And then I was like, you know what? Men wearing loafers without socks need to be stopped. They need to be stopped. Oh, man, dude. Um, I didn't notice where Leos came out. Um, what's it called? I didn't notice the cameo. But uh, when cameo? I actually looked looked how, looked how up how Leos looks, I'm like, oh, this looks like a very interesting man. And then a friend of mine actually met Leos at a screening in the UK. He's like, dude, this guy's like shy as hell. He's super awkward. He doesn't want to talk to anybody. And I'm like, hey, I can see it. Relatable. Yeah, I would like, be the same yeah. way. <laughs> oh man, I really, yeah. The thing in terms of, oh yeah, oh fuck yeah, I forgot. Okay, so it, Henry Adam Driver's character has like a birthmark in the movie, but they never, like, I don't know if it's supposed to mean something, mm-hmm. or not. Because there were a couple times that it was very clearly in the shot. And I was like, is that supposed to say something? Or is that just a casual character thing? Because mm-hmm. I'm like, if you take if you take the time to put that detail in, to do the makeup, to do that, I feel like it might have to have meaning. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that... um. I really uh, here's something. I, I don't know what y'all are gonna what's it called? Uh, I, I I know y'all are gonna probably be like, well, what's it called? If they can write, they can write. I think one of my biggest problems with this movie is the fact that the director didn't write the screenplay. This movie is written by musicians. He wrote yeah, he mostly just kind of was like Yeah. I'll help you. I don't really like that that all that like i think that that's just i you know i don't know the sparks i don't know a lot of a lot of uh communication yeah i don't i don't know the sparks i don't know how they how they work and i don't know if they got like tips from karaks but like when you don't have a lot of experience writing screenplays it kind of shows And I saw it in this movie where I was like, this kind of doesn't really 
feel like it knows what it wants to do because it's juggling between wanting to be this very ambitious, very ambitious art piece between wanting to be this musical film that doesn't really feel like it's ever a balance of the two. It, because, it's more, mm-hmm. it's more heavy on the music and it like the, the plot and like the artistic yeah. aspects have to complement that and they don't yeah. really complement them though that well. Yeah, because you have Karak's directing while he didn't really have a, a what's it called a hand in making the script. And it's like it's to me that's why this film look this film feels like really like uh over all over the place. So as I'm reading about it um Rooney Mara and Rihanna were actually originally supposed to be in the film. Yeah, they left. Wow. Um, They left shortly after Amazon acquired the film in in March 2017. And then a few months later, Michelle Williams was cast to to replace Rooney Mara. Um, And then production stalled because of Star Wars. And then yeah. in 2019, uh, they cast Marion. Yeah, Which I don't I know. Love I, that confuses me then if Rooney Mara and Rihanna were both going to be in it. Unless, I don't know. Unless, unless it was like Rooney's just acting and Rihanna is her singing voice. But I, I don't, I don't see those voices matching up. Yeah, you see, on, on Wikipedia says that Karax and the Sparks wrote the screenplay, but when I go to IMDb, it he only probably says, he probably just like was like um uh, so, um he, he he probably didn't have like a whole lot of writing. Yeah, because like in IMDb, it just says writing credits, original story by original story and original story by the by Ron and Russell Mail. I think they were like the the primary screenwriters and he was just like a I mean he probably made like some small changes which depending on the amount of changes could give you writing credit. Yeah. Cuz um, it also has a separate thing saying like story. Yeah. By the Miles. Males, Miles. Male, Mile, Male, Mile. Mile. But um yeah, um I don't know. Wikipedia is also like easily manipulated. So let's go. That's why I look for credits on IMDb. So I'm going to go by what I see on IMDb. Therefore, I don't think that Rax had a hand in writing this at all. And uh, you can tell. You can tell. Yeah. Uh... Um. I forgot. Oh, okay, so there's a scene where Anne has a, a nightmare, basically, that um, around the time that he has, like, a really, really bad performance, the one where he jokes about killing his wife, um, mm-hmm. she has a really bad dream that a bunch of women accused him of sexual assault, mm-hmm. or and sexual like, har- harassment, and uh, that's, that's part of where I was like, that thing isn't that great, because I thought it was real. And, like, not in the way of, like, oh, shit, it's edited so good that I thought it was real. No, it's just, like, did that happen or no? But no, it didn't happen. Bro. Okay, uh, so, yeah, I agree with you with that. Uh, I just want to go. I, I went down to the thanks section here. 
Fucking hell, man. Um, Leo Carax thanks Bill Burr. Oh, what's he called? Uh, hold on. <laughs> Leo Carax thanks uh, Edgar Allan Poe. Adam Driver. I'm sorry. It was uh, Adam Driver thanks Bill Burr. Adam Driver. Adam Driver thanks Chris Rock. Adam Driver thanks Chris Rock. Chris Rock. And then Leo Carax thanks King Vidor. Um, what's it called? Italian filmmaker who did uh, the original. Come, we're not coming to you. Original War and Peace. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't. It's <laughs> wild, bro. Listen, he can thank Chris Rock and Bill Burr, which explains a lot of the jokes. Yeah. But how is he not going to mention that the person he's dressed like? <laughs> the specific person he's dressed like in the style of comedy he's doing. Hey. Thanks, Edgar Allan Poe. Like, are you? Can I just put? Can I put in my? Uh, can I put I in the thanks section? You can thank anybody in the thanks section of what's it called? Uh, of, of before I leave, I thank Andre Tarkovsky, Federico Fellini. I, think, I, think, I mean, it's your movie. I think you can thank anybody. Uh, I think there's rules on it. Yeah, and it'll just pop up in their IMDb. They're like, hey, they worked on this movie. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I always thought the thanks meant like they helped out in some way. Yo, I guess yo. it doesn't matter. Oh Excuse God. Huh. Uh, Marianne Cotillard, soprano though, uh, the lady that would sing her parts had a beautiful voice. Uh, I really liked Adam Driver singing in this, but um, I don't think this is the first time that Adam Driver's done like a oh no, Marriage Story where he does that one part Marriage at the story, end. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, he does a really good job with singing. Uh, also, I just I I love drivers like little man <laughs> like mannerisms, just like the way that he, he can like the way he controls how like how gradually he can raise his voice. Like <laughs> he doesn't go like straight Pacino, right? Could just go like talking like this, talking like this. You know, he'll just like keep going, like gradually raises his voice. But also, just like the fact that what's every time I see. Kai, what's it called? Uh, I see Aaron Driver shirtless. I immediately think uh, of uh, Kylo. <laughs> Kylo. I was going to say the length of his hair, like the way his hair specific. I mean, he always keeps it pretty long, but like the length of it just it, it shows the time period of when they shot this movie compared to the last Star Wars. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I just immediately thought of shirtless red, dude. Oh my god! Uh, the best part is like shortly after I watched this, um, there's this guy on TikTok who kind of looks like him. Was like posted a couple videos called um, "If Adam Driver Was Spider Man," <laughs> and he like does the walk. Like, so like oh, the the wide stance walk that he does. Yeah. <sighs> Oh, uh, but yeah, Simon Helberg, one hell of a performance. If he y'all. doesn't get a nomination for Best Supporting Actor, I'm going to riot. I yeah. think this is the first time this year that I've actually been like, nominate now. He was really good. He He's was really, really good. It made me want to watch like Florence Foster Jenkins, which before this, I had no interest in watching. <laughs> I but, just, uh, yeah. Yeah, the only other movie I've seen him in is uh, shit. What is it? Uh, a Cinderella school. story. 
I seen him in old school. Uh, but yeah, that doesn't really give much of an oh, explanation of his. Of his. Um, I mean, it it shows he has range, I guess. Yeah. If I mean, you know, it, it's unfortunate that the the main thing he's known for. Yeah. Is a is a kind of uh, fucked up, like when you when you think about Big Bang Theory, it's kind of fucked up. Especially yeah. the first season, but yeah, he's he's a good actor. I never watched past the first season of Big Bang. I, I know I was a fan of it in high school. Um, I think I watched it up until like the fifth or sixth season. Dang, y'all decided to keep going with it, huh? Up until I think I watched it up until the time they introduced what's her name. Fuck the. The actor who 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 hosted Jeopardy for a little bit. I don't know. Her. They introduced her character. She's she like Sheldon's thing. Sheldon's yeah. uh, girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. one that keeps like bringing up the fact that her and Peggy Pe- Penny should endure like should uh, what's it called experiment with lesbianism or something like that. Is that a thing? Yeah, there's like what's it called like she. I mean, there's like one episode where she's like, "What do you do on your birthday?" You know, it's or like, what do you do with like with your friends? Like, what's it called? Like your girlfriends? Like with girlfriends and like, um, experiment with lesbianism <laughs> and like it was a constant thing being brought up and, uh, yeah, I was like, this is kind of weird. Tell me the show was written by men without telling me the show. Was <laughs> yeah. Also, he was in Reno nine one one. What the hell was he? Like, yeah, he recurring played, um, or a couple characters? Two episodes. episodes. Two episodes in 2004, oh, he played a student driver and a hooker student. buying son. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, Reno 911, two episodes. Reno, what's it called? Mad TV. Sabrina uh, the Teenage Witch. Damn, he's been in a lot of like pretty big TV he shows. Was, he was in a lot of like, yeah, like roles like that, like small extra role type things. Yeah. They're making Green Eggs and Ham into a show? How? How? He has a, he has a directing credit. But Was he it an episode of Big Bang? Yeah, oh, no, he directed he has... something called We'll Never Have Paris. Yeah, it has a Zachary Quinto in it. I think nice. I'm good. It's homie from Big Bang. <laughs> you don't like Zachary oh, no, Quinto? That's Oh no! What's it called? Simon Helberg is homie from Big Bang. Zachary Quinto is Spock. Yeah. Z- Wait. So, so Simon Hel- Simon Helberg is Howard. Yes. Damn, he looks really different in this in this in this movie. Yeah, he's actually attractive. <laughs> All right. All right. Hold on. Hold on. I mean, I get. I get that. The Big Bang Theory was like, let's go into the stereotype of nerds. But man, they really they really did him dirty because Simon Helberg is really attractive and no lie. Um Yeah, I don't uh what what else? What else? I did I, I don't know how I feel about this now, but at the time that I watched the movie, I thought that the music felt very Stephen Sondheim. Um, he is a musical person. What the fuck? 
Uh, what the fuck is Steven Sondheim? Nah, he, uh, because he went, he did, he did, he did Into the Woods and Sweeney Todd and some others. I can't remember because I'm only thinking of Andrew Lloyd Webber right now. Yeah. Um, I also saw a review on Letterboxd that called it David Lynch's La La Land. No, don't do that to Lynch. Don't do that to Lynch. Don't. It did make me wonder what it would be like if he wrote a musical. Uh, It would not be this, this, I'll tell you that. A musical set based on shit like like this or like La La Land. Yeah, this this is one of this is one of those movies where I feel like, is it good or is it just pretentious enough that you think it's good, or does it just have an actor you like in it so you think it's good? Which is like the opposite end of the spectrum of like something we talked about I think yesterday, where I was like, people don't know the difference between I didn't like a movie and this movie is bad. Yeah, because the uh, you could like. There are a lot of movies that I like that are bad. There are movies I don't like that are good. There's a difference. Yeah. There's a difference. I don't like Jaws, yeah. but I'm not going to tell you it's a bad movie. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. And uh, yeah, and I and I, I honestly just think that this movie's okay. And uh, it's it's yeah. It's okay. It's not something I'm gonna rewatch. Necess- don't necessarily think that this is something that will. Uh, that I don't. I don't know where this was in my in my letter, but my my top, my my ranking of the year. But I know that this was uh, nothing that really surprised me. Nothing that I think was better than anything specific that was at the top. But um, I think that it's a movie that has a lot going for it, and ultimately doesn't really land with what it's trying to do it it also reminds me reminded me that like you can't tell kids anything like they will spill your secrets yeah they will spill your secret and it's funny when it happens like like, no lie it's hilarious because kids will be like my mom did it i'm like they will spill all your teas it'll murder people in front of your kids they will tell this is at this is at number seventeen, right below in the heights, and above Ryan the Last Dragon. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um, what did you give it on the peach meter? I gave it three point five peaches out of five peaches. Me too. Yeah, uh, yeah. Nice. I think we had the same. Yeah, nice. no average score here. It literally averages out to a three point five on the. Nice. Speaking of bad movies that I like, while I was giving that, like, to prove that I know the difference between good and bad and whether or not I like a movie, I have a tattoo for a bad movie, but I also have a tattoo for a good movie, you know? Yeah. You well, know? It's, called, it's called range, honey. It's, called, men- it. it's called mental range and self awareness. <laughs> but uh, 3.5 out of 5. Um, it's it's low on my on my list, but you know it ain't it ain't no Green Knight. It's no, no. Saint Maud. That's why that's why I was talking about it because somebody on TikTok was like Green Knight is bad. Yeah, like, no, 
No, it's not. It's, it's an art movie. What do you expect? Just no. say you don't like art movies. It's okay to it's it, as long as y'all go ahead and experience these things, but like don't 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 go and saying like it's bad because you don't like it. Uh, I think you know. I think you'll know when something's bad because it it's not shot right it's, or you know it's, it's pretty it's it. pretty obvious when something's bad. Yeah, well, you could tell that no nobody wanted to work. <laughs> I know, I know y'all know what bad is because I know y'all saw Sharknado. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know y'all know what a bad movie is. Don't sit there and call Green Knight bad. Yeah, but uh, I hope we do a. I hope I, I'm. I'm. I wonder what we're doing next month. What you're doing next month? Uh, uh, I would tell you. I don't know if you actually already saw the list that I posted on Twitter, but I'll tell you after we finish recording. But right. I will reveal it to the audience in the next episode. Of our streaming wars. <laughs> All right. Yeah. As, as I do. Um, but yeah, look, I'm looking forward to October uh, because um, I've decided uh, that I'm going to dress up because I have too many costumes. I'm going to dress up for every live show I'm on, um, as well as every episode if you're watching the video on Patreon that comes as like a peach. Uh, but really, the, the the outfits I wear for the podcast will be sim- the same ones that I wear for the, the live show because it doesn't make sense to make one specifically for the podcast because not that many people watch the video because there, there's a few patrons, which is fine. Thank you to the patrons at patreon.com. She's like a bitch. But yes. Um, yeah. It's, it's yeah. I... I this is one of movies I would say watch it for the experience because I'm one of those people that I'd be like, you need to experience this fucking weird movie. Um, but don't expect it to be like mind blowing. It's very medium. It's a medium. Think movie. about it. Think about it as a movie that tries to be avant garde, but it doesn't really know what avant garde is. Yeah, think of it. Think of it like how most celebrities dressed up for the, the, uh, the, the Met Gala that one year that the theme was camp because none of them actually knew what camp meant. Yeah. <laughs> think of it like that. <laughs> um, but yes, uh, Raul, where can the people find you? As always, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at the Nerd on both. Uh, fuck me, man. Wow. Uh, Twitter and Instagram as the Nerdy Chicano, twitch.tv slash Nerdy Chicano, YouTube.com as Raul Alejandro Mendoza. Um, yeah, before I leave film on uh, on Instagram, making our way to being done there. Hopefully, soon we get to finish up. We get to show it to you all. Um, what else? Uh, I, uh, what's it called? Media Martyr 17's twitch.tv slash Media Martyr 17. Every other Wednesday for Survivors of Flame, I punch buttons and do stuff on that. And, uh, yeah, I don't know what else I do. Oh, 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 if you want a, want a more concise, like, you know, concise review of what I thought about this movie that I wrote weeks, weeks ago, uh, you should go over to nerdcore.com. Yes. Go to my go to the review section. I wrote my review of Annette. It was my last review. Currently working on watching uh, Emma. For, for for the review on the site 
I got a couple of other films we're going to review. And the, dying. The Anya, the Anya Emma? No, Emma, EMA from uh, Pablo, oh. Pablo Larrain, uh, um. director of the upcoming film Spencer with Kirsten uh, Stewart. Yeah. Uh, Emma, I'm going to be writing a review for Undyne from uh, from a director of Phoenix. I can't remember his name right now off the top of my head. Uh, preparations to be together for an unknown period of time and a bunch of other films that I'm going to watch. Oh, and identifying features because I've been wanting to watch identifying features for a while now. But yeah, got a lot of reviews going. Go to nerdcore.com. It's important. Go. Do it. Please. Uh, thank you. To the listeners, thank you to the patrons. I patron the comes to Sucky Peach, Brad, Gio, Luis, and Abby. I love y'all. Um, if you if you want to join the Patreon, Patreon.com slash Lucky Peach. Um, there are a wide range of perks, depending on which tier you subscribe to. Uh, the primary one being that you get the episodes a week early, and depending on which tier, you can get video access to um, watch the video version of the podcast. Um because in, in some episodes there are very funny moments that, that they're they're funnier if you see them. But yeah, um, having said, you can find me everywhere, Lucky Peach, L V C K Y Peach. Um, if you go to any of my socials, you can find a um, link tree that has my Twitter, my Instagram, my TikTok, my Patreon, Patreon.com, Lucky Peach, uh, Letterbox, my YouTube, and my Twitch. So yeah, I will see you guys next week for the drunk commentary of ma where we did not drink alone um well where i did not drink alone (laughs) um yeah so thank you for being here thank you for listening and stay peachy